Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Noonan, Georgia, broadcasting Monday through Friday from 5 to 5.30. And on this show, I am excited because I have WRBL weekend sports anchor Jack Patterson, and he is here on the show just getting ready to talk everything Columbus sports. Jack, welcome to the show. Hey, man, it's a great honor to be on here, man. I've been looking forward to this for a while. All right, Jack, we had a busy weekend in Columbus sports. First of all, did you happen to catch the double overtime game three of the Columbus River Dragons taking on the Watertown Wolves? Absolutely. I mean, it's a heartbreaker for the River Dragons, but my goodness, what a game. I tell you, uh, we've been blessed to be living in Columbus and covering Columbus sports, and that's what you've been doing for a while now. You're from Columbus, right? Yes, I'm from Columbus. And you graduated from Shaw. Yes, sir. All right, so you are a Shaw Raider. Being familiar with all the high school teams in the Chattahoochee Valley, which high school would you consider Shaw's most hated rival? Honestly, Richard, it really depends on the sport. Because if you look at football, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is Carver. Okay. But if you look at, you know, if you're trying to look at overall, it's Northside because of the proximity between the two schools. Each sport has is kind of like his own rivalry. Like, you know, back when I played tennis for Shaw back in the late 2000s, you know, our biggest rival was Northside and LaGrange and Troop County. I think each sport has its own rivalry. You can't not think about those incredible games that Shaw and Carver had in the mid and late 2000s when, you know, Del McGee was coaching Carver and you had Charles Flowers and Craig Fitz and Scott Newman coaching the football team for Shaw. I think you could say with pretty good accuracy that Shaw Carver football was good, but Northside's probably the biggest overall rival. So, Jack, you are a busy guy in Columbus. Not only are you the weekend sports anchor, you've also been a guest on Sports Visions 92.1, and you also have a podcast that you do with Rex Castillo, and it's called On Your Sidelines. And I really enjoy listening to your podcast because you feature prominent athletes and icons in the city of Columbus and really great minds think alike Jack because you had Olivia Gerald on your show and I had her on my podcast and that was like one of my ideas and you guys beat me to the punch you've had Zach DeBozart you've had coach Gibson and I've had them on my podcast and I really am intrigued by the idea that you and Rex have for that podcast absolutely you know I think it all started when um 
our old uh, former news director, Gene Carcano at um, WRBL, he uh, got this podcast studio built inside of our station. You know, we went kind of all in on, you know, podcast development. And uh, we have four podcasts at the station. And, you know, me and Rex, when those podcasts were going into consideration, we are like, well, sports has to have one. We have too much talent around here not to have a podcast about it. You know, and the kind of the philosophy we take with on your sidelines is we want to be able to tell the stories that we can't tell on TV. My philosophy in this business is that everyone has a story. The podcast allows us to kind of go in depth, get to know these people better. You know, you, a, a lot of times you only get to see the people that we have on these shows, you know, you only get to see them on TV or, you know, in an interview or something like that. You don't really get to know them and get to know their backstory, you know, how they got here. One question I always like to ask is, for a lot of these people, how did you get to Columbus, Georgia? Because Columbus, Georgia ain't exactly the most populated city. I mean, it's not like, you know, a destination right. for a lot of people. So how did you get to Columbus, Georgia? What, Where on your journey pointed you towards Columbus, Georgia? So, you know, there's so many great stories that we have in the Chattahoochee Valley. And, you know, we, and we try to be, you know, you know, cast a wide variety. You know, we've touched with the River Dragons. We've touched with the Lions. We've touched with the Rapids. One of our goals is to get some Chattahoots on, you know, Auburn baseball. You know, we, we try to touch a lot. You know, Columbus State, you know, high school coaches around the area. You know, we try to touch on a lot of get different people, you know, so you get to know a wide variety of people like we try to make it. So, you know, each time you tune in, you know, you're going to learn about a different discipline of sport here in the Chattahoochee Valley. So, you know, we try not to make it too much of the same thing. We try to make sure it's all got a wide variety of things. But, man, that's one of the most favorite parts of my job right now is when we get to do on your sidelines because you get to learn so much about these people and you know to bring that to the people man it's a lot of fun and i really enjoy the chemistry that you have with rex castillo of course he is the sports director and colleague of yours and uh, rex and i have a military connection as we are both military broadcasters but one of my favorite things about that podcast is when you guys start and you say, okay, what jersey are you repping today? And it is so awesome that you guys could just break out these retro jerseys, kind of like how I was at the River Dragons game Friday night. And you're not going to believe this, Jack. Somebody was in a retro Mighty Ducks jersey, number 99, Adam Banks from the 1993 Disney movie, The Mighty Ducks. He was sitting directly in front of where we set up for when when we go to cover the River Dragons games. He was sitting in Section 110, and we set up at the top of Section 110. So I know exactly what you're talking about. That jersey was absolutely phenomenal. I loved it. When I saw it, I was like, man, that is nice. And, you know, as far as the segment goes, that's one thing we love. we wanted to do when we started out is that we wanted to be able to give our area teams some love, or whether it be our pro teams or whether it's our, you know, semi-pro teams, whereas our colleges or high schools, that segment is to shine a light on different programs. 
And or it might be like, for example, my the latest edition of the podcast we had with Damian Daniels, I wore my Georgia Force jersey. And it was because the arena football tie with Damian Daniels obviously playing for the Columbus line. You know, just something to kind of, you know, break the ice, but it's also a segment to be able to put a spotlight on some of the great programs and the great sports we have around the Chattahoochee Valley. The Damian Daniels podcast, I did listen to it, and he was a great player for many years for the Columbus Lions. I actually didn't realize he played for the Chattahoochee Valley Vipers. I mean, you guys tell a very unique story about his football career and how he went to Shaw, and now he's the defensive coordinator. And I got to tell you, he has made a difference. I know that the defense for the Columbus Lions has surrendered 46 and 45 points respectively the defense has stepped up when it mattered the most and the Columbus Lions it may not be the prettiest 2-0 but the Columbus Lions are 2-0 and we are excited about this season exactly we joked with them um, before we started the show it's like the team's trying to give everybody a heart attack over here first you go into overtime week one and then you get a one point win at the gun you know it might not be the best for everybody's heart rate but I'm almost certain everybody will take 2-0 to start the season. Right now, it's a special time to be a sports fan in Columbus. Jack, one of the reasons why I started this podcast, I wanted to have a mixture of local sports in Columbus and a mixture of national sports because we do have an audience at Fort Benning that they might be fans of teams from not this region, not even from the state of Georgia. And so I like to have a mixture of that. And we just have a very unique city to cover sports. And right now we have four professional sports teams. Of course, we talked about the River Dragons, the Columbus Lions, the Columbus Rapids in their inaugural season, having a men and a women's team. I thought that was pretty special. And then, of course, the Woodbat Summer League team, the Columbus Chattahoots. And they all have a success of winning. I know the Rapids will get there someday, but the Chattahoots reached the Sun Belt Championship Final. The Columbus Lions were in the National Arena League Final against the Albany Empire last year. And, of course, the Columbus River Dragons were in the Commissioner's Cup Final against the Watertown Wolves. However, they did lose in Game 3. They lost 3-2 to two in double overtime in the longest game in FPHL history. Absolutely. And, you know, and you got to remember that the River Dragons won the Ignite Cup the year prior. And I think it just goes to show the sports climate here in the city of Columbus is just absolutely incredible. And I mean, we not even when you talk about, you know, the pro sports, because you had all this success with the pro sports. But then you look at, you know, what CSU baseball is doing right now. They're hosting the Peach Belt Tournament here. You're looking at what CBCC baseball always does. You look at all the high school teams around here who are having great deep playoff runs. You know, we have a couple of softball teams. Calvary Christian softball just won a state championship. You know, we just covered Beulah High School over in Alabama winning, a you know, an area championship. You know, there's so much going on. There's never a downtime down here. So if you're a sports fan that likes all different kinds of sports, regardless of the level, my goodness, it's an embarrassment of riches down here. Oh, I love just watching your segments because you really bring the passion when it comes to covering sports. Of course, we ran into each other at the Russell County girls soccer game last night as they were in the playoffs hosting a playoff game for the first time in school history. So, Jack, it's a funny story because I texted the principal who texted me the athletic director's number and I pretty much just simply asked, hey, Russell County is in the playoffs. You guys need a PA announcer? 
And um, regardless, I was going to go and support the, the school that I'm the public address announcer for, for basketball, baseball, and football. And I, so I figured, why not? Let's go down to Russell County, and I want to support the Lady Warriors. And lo and behold, I'm up there doing play-by-play because CTV Beam was broadcasting. And it, it just goes to show that I'm needed whenever you need me. And uh, I just had a great time doing play-by-play for the Russell County girls soccer team. Exactly. And, you know, like I said, it just goes to show when you have – and I think the one beautiful thing about it is you, you're you seeing programs constantly getting better. And I think the Russell County girls are a perfect example of that, is that you, if you go – in the past, and you talk to people about Russell County soccer, some people will probably say did they even have a soccer team. But the fact that they've constantly gotten better and better and better, and now they're hosting playoff games, you know, that's a, a nice, a great feather in the cap for that program. And, you know, I talked with the coach a little bit last night, and, you know, he's expecting this program to just get continue to get better and better and better as the years go on, that they have a solid foundation that they can build off now. And yeah, things didn't go their way last night. St. Paul's obviously a really, really good team, the defending state champs, but uh, that wasn't a learning experience for them. And, you know, I feel like they're going to have to be a team you're going to have to watch in the future. Exactly. They do have a lot of young players and one of their star players, number five, Griffin, she's only a freshman. I'm just excited to see her. And also, a name I recognize is I was the public address announcer for the varsity girls basketball team, Angel McDaniel. So it's really nice to see these athletes for Russell County playing multiple sports. I was I had the privilege of being the public address announcer for DJ Epps, the talented wide receiver who also was the point guard for Russell County. And of mm-hmm. course, he, he was a senior and he's going to go on to Troy University this year. Best of luck to him. I, I'm just honored that I'm a part of the Russell County family. I think that it is great. You know, I've been the PA announcer for football and it inverted to basketball. And that's how I got familiar with you and Rex is because I wanted to include high school football on the podcast. And so I was watching your sports overtime show that you do and you and Rex had so much energy. And I remember, you know, Talking to head coach Griggs after the soccer game last night, I know that you guys are excited about this upcoming football season. And and Russell County, let me tell you something, Jack. I believe Russell County is going to be a force to be reckoned with. They went 6-4 and four last year. They beat Smith Station. That was the first time they've ever beaten a 7A school. That was a big deal. A lot of people from Smith Station were shocked. They're like, oh, Russell County just beat us. But Russell County is going to be back. They have a talented running back, Drew Pickett. I believe he's going to be either a three-star or a four-star running back. He's getting college offers from just about everywhere. And the thing about that team, Richard, is that you saw immediately what Coach Griggs put in over the summer with that team. I mean, you saw it immediately. And we haven't seen, you know, in my time here, you know, I've been – doing sports for three years, but I've been covering high school football here since 2013. So we, I've been here a while, and we haven't seen a Russell County team like we saw last year in that time period. You can see what Coach Griggs has created over here. You see, you see the fact that he's not losing a lot of talent from that team. He's got a lot of that talent coming back this year. I'm really intrigued to see where this team goes this year because I don't think it's just – oh, I don't think the goal should be just make the playoffs. Obviously, I think they're going to want to make the playoffs, but I think the goal for them might be a lot further than that. And, Jack, I cannot wait for high school football. One of my favorite parts of high school football is border wars. 
having a team from Georgia take on a team from Alabama. Of course, last year we saw Columbus take on Smith Station. Central went all the way to Fort Valley to take on Peach County. And we also had Callaway taking on Opelika. But this year, I cannot wait because we have LaGrange taking on Smith Station. Of course, the home opener, Russell County taking on Harris County. And get this, Jack, Glenwood taking on St. Ann Pacelli. Which are you intrigued about the most? All of them. All of them. Are you kidding me? That's like, amazing. Like, <laughs> I, I am salivating over those matchups. You have a Smith Station team that Mike Glisson is constantly improving on year in and year out. You have a LaGrange team that has skyrocketed under uh, Matt Napier. You have Glenwood and Pacelli, two fantastic teams. Pacelli under Dwight Jones, which has been Fantastic. They took the Bruccelli job from Brookstone for the first time, and I want to say seven years last year. And then you have Glenwood's new coach starting up that new tenure over there. And then Russell County and Harris County. Are you kidding me? Two teams that are on similar trajectories. Both of them are skyrocketing. Obviously, Harris County's gotten their new got their new coach after Jamie Foxx retired this year, but still a ton of talent on that team. And you know, like I just got done saying about what Coach Dylan Griggs has done over at Russell County, those games are going to be rocket busters week one. There won't be any warming up in the bullpen this year. As you've been covering sports, what has been the most favorite part of your job? I'll, I'll say this every single time. My favorite part of my job is when we get to cover signings. National Signing Day is one of my favorite days of the year because you're getting to see all the hard work that not only the kids have put in, but the parents and the families and the coaches have put in, and you're getting to see the payoff of all that. And you're getting to see kids' lives change forever. You're getting to see families' lives change forever. And that is one of my favorite parts of my job is getting to see, you know, and you know, in a, a lot of cases, a kid being the first person in their family to go to a D1 college or a D2 college or, you know, get a scholarship. You know, it's a real big deal, and I love it. It's Like I said, it's one of my favorite days. Is it a tough day for us? Yeah, because we're running the kingdom coming back. But at the same time, it's one of my favorite days of the year because you're seeing lives change before your eyes. I also love the fact that you and Rex get to travel a lot with those credentials, get to go to the Masters, get to hang out with Larry Mize. You get to go to Tampa for the SEC basketball tournament. But really, I mean, you have such a cool job, and it was just an incredible year in Columbus sports. Of course, the River Dragons winning the Ignite Cup last year. You had the Spencer Greenwave boys basketball team winning the state title. Of course, the Columbus Rapids, their first season. I'm just impressed with what you and Rex have done for the TV station. When you get the opportunity to cover so much, a lot of people consider Columbus to be a starter market, but when it comes to sports, it's not. You cover so much down here. I would consider it to be one of the best sports markets in the country because of just the wide array of sports you cover, and it goes year-round now. You know, with the addition of the Chattahoots in the summer and you have the Lions in the summer and you got the Rapids late in the year that turns the tide between fall and um and winter. And, I mean, it's, it's nonstop, but, man, my God, it's so much fun. It is so much fun covering all these teams. And, you know, obviously you get to go cover these amazing games. And, you know, when it comes to college football season, obviously we cover a lot of Georgia and Auburn. And, you know, we get to go where they go. And 
you know, when it comes to basketball, you know, we try to cover those teams as best as we can. And like I said, all the high schools, you know, we cover over 50 high schools. So you have all these high schools that are just good. I mean, one of my favorite sayings about our area is that if you give me a sport in a high school, I can give you a team that's going to contend for a state championship. That might seem like an exaggeration, but I honestly feel like it's true. If you give me a sport, I can tell you a team that's going to contend for a state championship and feel very confident about it. And, you know, and plus all the pro teams, like I said, is an embarrassment of riches. And I am thankful that I get to do it. And of course, right now we have several teams from the Chattahoochee Valley, which I consider LaGrange, uh, the Chattahoochee yeah. Valley. We got... Uh, did you happen to see that comeback win by Troop County over Marist? Amazing. What a game. What a game. Down five in the seventh, the comeback, and then Will Keeter with the walk-off single in the eighth and extra innings to save the season and force a game three today. Man, oh, man. That takes something to do that on the road against the defending state champs. And, of course, LaGrange has also the LaGrange Grangers in the baseball playoffs taking on Flowery Branch Game 3. And also a big shout-out to LaGrange College. The LaGrange Panthers, they're in the USA South tournament right now. I think we're really blessed that Columbus State is contending for an NCAA College World Series title and the LaGrange Panthers for Division Three. It's just such a great atmosphere to have two talented collegiate baseball teams because I do consider Columbus a baseball town. Of course, it's the home of the 2006 Northern Little League World Series champions. I know that that has got to be fun whenever they're playing in the tournament to cover them as well. But uh, what are some of the like most favorite moments that you've had as far as covering sports? I mean, like historic moment in the city of Columbus or just something that you just enjoyed covering? Oh, my gosh, man. We, we could go a long time with this. I, I, I guess you could say my very first one came before I even worked at WRBL. It came when I was in high school at Shaw. I used to work for the football team as one of the videographers. I would shoot the game film for them. And my freshman year, which was in 2006, I was in attendance at the very, very top of the Georgia Dome when Shaw played Carver in the 3A semifinal. And that was the game that, like, it was so big, they canceled school for Shaw and Carver that day. And it was a great game. That was the Carver um, team that was coached by Del McGee. I think Carver had Jarmon Fortson on there, had Jarvis Jones on there. Shaw had um, Bruce Figgins and Arsenio Williams. Cam Greyhouse was the quarterback. Uh, and, gosh, man, that's that game was so crazy. Uh, Shaw ended up winning, I want to say it was like 14 to 10 or something like that. Uh, and they went on to the state championship game. They would end up losing to Peach County. But that game was so crazy. I, I feel like half the city of Columbus was inside the Georgia Dome that day. I mean, obviously it wasn't. But when you see – normally when you see those games in those big stadiums like that, it's not really packed. But, like, the entire lower bowl was filled up for that game. So – you know, I, I want to say that's like the first one, but you know, coming back closer to you know my time at WRBL, I gotta say, you know, just been so many bangers of games like the um, region championship a couple years ago between Carver and Troop County, where Carver made that incredible comeback to win thirty-two to twenty-nine with like fifteen seconds left. That was two years ago. Callaway winning the state championship. From me being person, Spencer winning the state championship this year, 
game one of the Commissioner's Cup finals just a couple of days ago with the River Dragons and the Wolves, like that is the loudest I've ever heard the Columbus Civic Center. That game was absolutely bonkers and the crowd might was more bonkers and they say it was 4,500 in there. I think it was a lot more than 4,500. It sounded a lot more than 4,500 in there. My ears were ringing by the end of the night. It was such a fun time. But like I said, there's been so many great games. Seeing Auburn win the state championship in baseball last year, you know, going to the Outback Bowl, even though Auburn lost, going to the Outback Bowl, going to the Orange Bowl this year, covering Georgia and Michigan. So, like I said, there's so many incredible games I've been a part of. The double Hail Mary game between Georgia and Tennessee a few years back where uh, Jacob Eason threw that bomb to Raleigh Ridley, which came right in front of me. That will still be the greatest thing I've ever shoot into, unless something else comes up. But that's the greatest piece of video I've ever shot because that play came right to me and they dog piled right in front of me. And Julian Rochester famously stepped on my ankle in the celebration. And then, of course, Josh Dobbs throws another Hail Mary to Jawan Jenkins in the other end zone to win the game for Tennessee. But like I said, there's so many great moments that I've had the privilege to be a part of at WRBL. Like like I said, you know, I could be here all day talking about just the incredible games I've covered. You know, I can't think of them all, but then I'll eventually get to them all. But we'd be here all night. Oh, I, of course. But, you know, I, I got you on the podcast and I really enjoy just talking sports with you. You know, living in Columbus, what are you a sports fan of? Like, what are your favorite teams? Like, let's start with a uh, college team. I know that being in Columbus, you could be a fan of Georgia, Auburn, Alabama. Do you have a favorite college team? Uh, I do. I am. Uh, my favorite college team is Georgia. I've been a Georgia fan all my life. So um, a lot of people in my family are Georgia fans. So it kind of just got passed down to me. So love the dogs, you know, very happy. We finally got the national championship this year and got, you know, was thrilled to, you know, see, you know, to actually be in the orange bowl for it, for the um, playoff game. So, you know, that, that was a, a very, you know, being a Georgia fan and obviously it's just a lot of fun. Finally got the title. So, a Georgia fan, and you know, ironically enough, my girlfriend is an Auburn fan. So, oh yeah, house divided. But honestly, though, I love Auburn too. Auburn is such a great place to catch a game, and the fans are so nice and so passionate. So, I love like I love going to Jordan Hare Stadium to cover Auburn games, and going inside what is now Neville Arena to cover the basketball team. That is so much fun. And it is a great time to be a sports fan in the state of Georgia with the Georgia Bulldogs winning the national championship. First time since 1980 and the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. I tell you, if you're a Braves fan and a Bulldogs fan, it doesn't get any better than that. And that would be me. I am. I, in fact, in, in my man cave where I'm doing this recording right now, I have a, a Georgia little thing of Ugga on, on the wall and is right next to a World Series banner for the Braves. That is awesome. So I did think about, so you're on your sidelines podcast. You had a lot of great athletes over the years, but I just, I've got these ideas. I mean, do you, do you remember, and it, it was right back when you were in high school at Shaw. Do you remember Isaiah Crowell at Carver? Yes, I do. Um, he played, I, I'll never forget our homecoming game in 2008, which was my junior year for, you know, we, he, he, he absolutely torched us. It was raining that night. And he just ran wild all around Connect Stadium that night. And uh, I mentioned him because he is one of the players. I actually reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to be a guest on my podcast. 
I'm hoping that you and Rex beat me to the punch. I would like to see him on on your sidelines. Man, we have a list of players that you know who are trying. We, we we like we literally go down a list when we consider who we, who we want, who we try to get on the show. And he he's definitely one of the ones that we try to get on, especially with all the great things he still does in our community. He comes around every Thanksgiving with the turkey giveaway and he helps out during the holidays for sure and of course he's still trying to you know get back from that injury he had that's kind of really taken the last two seasons from him so he's trying to bounce back so he's definitely somebody i want to hear from because in the couple of times we've gotten to do interviews with him he's been fantastic absolutely and you and rex castillo do a great job the podcast is called on your sidelines you can catch it on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch it on WRBL. Yeah, you can watch it on WRBL.com. There's a podcast tab. Just click down to On Your Sidelines, and you can find it there. And uh, they've had a lot of great episodes. You've had 29 episodes so far? Yeah, we just finished with episode 29, and it's, a, you know, like I said, we've had a lot of fun so far, and we're just going to keep this thing chugging, you know, when we're trying to line up some Really good guests as we get ready to head into the summer season. And, you know, I really can't wait for you guys to see what we have, what we're working on. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jack, for being a guest on the podcast today. It was fun. I hope to have you back on. And I really would love to get the Dream Team on the podcast. You and Rex together, that would just be podcast gold. We got to make it happen for sure, man. I would love to see it. And, of course, I'll come back on anytime. All right. Thanks again. That is Jack Patterson, the weekend sports anchor at WRBL. You can watch him Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays as he gives a rundown of all the sports highlights in the Chattahoochee Valley. And uh, you are definitely busy just being out at all the sporting events. And I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and being a guest on the podcast today. Anytime, man. You do a phenomenal job with all the teams down here with Russell County as well as the Rapids and now the Lions. Absolute treat to be on the show this time. I appreciate you once again. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our Facebook channel, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdred. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdred. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.